I'm Keith. And I'm John. And this is... Your somewhat reliable source of information for... Most things. Most things, and especially, Keith, at this time of year, Christmas things. Christmas! Like, we're your Christmas experts. I love some Christmas. Or at least we like to like tell people that so they believe us. Maybe they yeah. don't believe us. Maybe they think we're full of crap, Keith. I don't know. So it's a dead giveaway right off the bat. Christmas episode. Christmas episode right here. The Flumadiddle Christmas. Christ- Look, here it is. The first annual Flumadiddle Christmas Spectacular. spectacular. Yeah. Exactly, man. Absolutely. We said it at the same time, so that's got to be what we call man. it. That's yeah. what it is. The Christmas Spectacular. The annual, perennial, whatever you want to call it. I don't all know. All right, all right, all right. So, so we got a we got some holidays coming up, Keith. But before we dig into that, let's uh let's tell the folks about uh Marlene. Okay. We still got that happening, so give them a little uh, info on that. Well, we want to uh, try to help widows out, and it's a way to help widows out. She is she leads a widows ministry, and we have a thing on our Facebook page. That's uh, just search Flumadiddle with one M on Facebook and you'll find it and you'll be able to donate to that cause. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, without going too much into it, um, she belongs to a particular denomination and, and we don't care too much about that one way or the other. But she is actually a listed as a missionary to the widows. Yes, so we awesome. want to support her and lift her up. And that's what true religion is all about. And in this season... Um, as we honor the birth of Christ, we want to uh, bless Marlene and the widows. So thanks for helping us out with that. Yep. And now, Keith. And the giveaway still going on. If you uh, share us, share this episode on your Facebook timeline, you'll get an entry to win a T-shirt. A T-shirt. I'm a free need T-shirt. A seventeen ninety nine value. <laughs> Girl, they getting it for free. They getting it for free. All right. Now, here's the thing. So it's Christmas time. Christmas time is here. Happiness, good cheer. And, I, you know, it's, it's amazing I can sing that because I that's just a, about burnt the Charlie first layer Brown. of my tongue off with this coffee. Is that Charlie Brown? It is Charlie Brown. Which, by the way, we're going to get into some music later, but one of the great all-time... And movies. Movies and Christmas albums, the Vince Guaraldi Trio, hmm. famous jazz piano player, did the soundtrack for that. Amazing Christmas. Yeah. So if you're wondering what you need to listen to this Christmas, uh, start with the Vince Guaraldi Trio and the Charlie Brown Christmas. There you go. All right, Keith. So here it is, Christmas. We're going to hit a little history. Okay. So what about Christmas? Well, let's see. Where did it begin, John? Well, there's this cat named Jesus. Yeah. And so, you know, that's where Christmas began, Christ Mass. So, that's right. you know, we're honoring the birth of Jesus Christ. And, right. and he was born exactly on December 25th. Exactly. That, that's what all the historians don't say. Right. But, um, you know, I think the spirit of it, we picked that day. So whatever. I'm good with that. Yeah. So I ain't going to fuss too much on We'd it. We'd have to get rid of all the winter stuff. Can you imagine having a summer Christmas? Oh, man. I can't do no. it. I can't do it. Got to brighten up the winter. You know, like Charles seasonal depression, totally, except for Christmas. Yes, you know exactly. What I mean? Exactly, man. So that's what we're honoring in this time. That's the main uh, point. The main focus, I know we try to pass that along to our children. And there's other traditions that go along with that that we love, whether it's the light, the trees, the Santa Claus, all that. Yeah. We love all those things. And the uh, gift giving, you know, we'll talk about things we do and don't like, but, um, you know, that it's all in the spirit of giving because Jesus was that ultimate gift to Yes, mankind. it was. Absolutely, man. And so let's, uh, 
Let's talk about a little cat real quick named St. Nicholas. Oh, St. Nicholas. So St. Nicholas, we don't know a lot about it. You know, a lot of that is legend and tradition that's passed on. But some of the legends include um, his generous heart and his gift giving to Mm -hmm. uh, for dowries for brides or children. Where he would sneak money into socks or stockings. And that lives on today to provide children around the world with gifts on Christmas morning. Absolutely. So so we thank St. Nick for all that. Absolutely. And so without digging too deep into the history, you know, there's a lot of history there's a lot of times when um in the christian tradition at least that the birth of christ was not the main celebration you know easter was a much bigger celebration and uh time where it kind of fell into i I don't know i guess you'd put it where it just wasn't the priority that we see today and uh but anyway we're going to skip forward at many hundreds and hundreds of years kind of to our modern christmas and Easter probably should be celebrated just as much too, but or at least or if not more. You're, but you're so yeah. broke after Christmas, you know. Yeah, huh, exactly. Easter comes right around, you're just like, ah, you know. Exactly. So, so we're, what we're going to focus on today but is we can kind celebrate of celebrate in our hearts. Though, absolutely, right? That's what man, always. Right, isn't that ahead, what? Sorry. Isn't that what little Timmy, what's his name, in Christmas Carol talks about? Mm-hmm. Like the, cel- the little boy that limped around. The little lame boy yeah. talked about celebrating and making it Christmas in our hearts every day. That's right. Because little Timmy didn't have a lot of money. Little Timmy didn't. And some people would credit Keith, Charles Dickens, for being the inventor of our modern Christmas. Oh, really? Absolutely. So it had kind of fell, fallen, if you will, into disrepute. You know, the idea of m- Merry Christmas versus Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas is kind of a feeling. Merry Christmas kind of indicated it had kind of fallen into a disrepute. It was kind of a drunken celebration of the season kind of thing. And Dickens had a lot to do through some of his stories with making the focus be on the family. Oneness helping out. He did the one main story that we all know. A Christmas Carol. A Christmas Carol. Absolutely. A Christmas Carol. What else did he do? He did several short stories. I think one of them was called The Christmas Tree. Yeah. Others I, I couldn't say right off the top of my head. But here's the thing. His focus was on family. You know, at the time in Britain um, with industrialization, yeah. you know, and the stuff that he references, like the poor house, like Scrooge references the poor houses right. and prisons and stuff like that, debtor's prison, you know, some of those lower classes didn't have a lot to look forward to, man. It was not a happy time. People were working seven days a week, and, you know, the idea of people weren't even off for Christmas. Right. And so Dickens introduced some of those things that kind of resonate in our consciousness these days. Yeah, and you know, I know we're going to talk about movies later, but here's the thing. Flumity don't have no rules, right? So we can get off track. It's okay. Just oh, we're on, off the tracks, bro. jump on this flummer train. Even if it's off the tracks, dude. Not is it, this ain't just any regular flummer train, right? This is like the what's the, what's the movie with the uh, the animated movie? The Polar Express. The Polar Express. This, this is, is like the, the Flumma Diddle yeah. Polar Express tonight, man. Jump on this. But anyway, I really do like that movie, A Christmas Carol, because I think that's something we need today. That story, the more the moral of that story, because like, oh Scrooge, you know, he didn't get it. You can get, he it. Didn't like, get it, man. and we don't either. You know, it's like we, a lot of times we give too much to people close to us, and we're not worried about like the poor too much, and people right. who are really in need. Absolutely, but Christmas brother. should be all about giving, but we really should remember those in need. 
Absolutely, yeah. Keith, man. That's an awesome point to make. And, you know, we have fun with that. We love the gift giving. We love all that. Yeah. But there there are those who critique our modern Christmas yeah. and say it's kind of a, um, whether it's a Black Friday kind of thing or oh, a Cyber gosh. Monday. Turn Santa into Jenny in a bottle. Exactly. Know? Hey, it's all about us and what we want and spending lots of money, but that's not mm. the point. And that's why we try to focus on not only the spiritual aspects of it, but, you know, the human aspects of it, of helping those in need and others that are less fortunate than we are. Right. All right, so let's quit being a humbug. Let's talk about, all right, the, man. Let's talk about the happy stuff. So let's let's jump forward. We're going right. to cut up a little bit now, Keith. What's, what's your first on your docket over here, if you will? Okay, so we we did the history a little bit. So we, I guess movies is next. Let's hit some movies, some man. Movies. All right, what's your Let's, favorites? All right, so Keith, we'll we'll go back and forth. Why don't we do like two or three movies a piece, and then do an honorable mention? Okay, it's and gonna be hard to decide which makes my list, but all we right, can, we can do well, it. I'm gonna start with I'm I'm gonna start with this one. Okay, now, and I'm not listing them in any particular order. And do your favorite first. Oh, I can't do that because I can't pick a favorite. You can't pick it. You know what? Cherry and Grape is favorite, Keith. I got Like you. Brian Regan says. So. Okay. All right. So let me just Good. list one. It takes the pressure off me. Ex- absolutely. <laughs> so one of my favorite, like I love old movies, man. You know, we work with a lot of elderly folks, and I grew up with my grandparents as a major influence in my wife's, my life, not my wife. Yeah. So, But I got you, a great You influence your wife, too, I'm sure. Exactly. So I love White Christmas. White Christmas. Bing Crosby, man. Okay. It starts, they're overseas yeah, during a, World War II. during the war, right, yeah. Starts during World War II, man. The bomb's going off. The general that has led them all this time is retiring, and they're putting on this show for him. So it starts there in this wartime Christmas scene, man. Okay. And then takes it from there all the way back many years later. He's uh, He's got this uh, hotel kind of place that he's trying to get this going, you know. And make it a thing, and so the uh, who is it? Danny Kay and Bing Crosby. Who, oh gosh, I love Bing Crosby's voice. They end up coming back to the states, and they end up being a big entertainment uh-huh. um, buzz. Yeah. And so, anyway, goes. I don't from there. know that I've seen it all the way through. Oh to be my gosh, dude, you yeah. got to watch it. We watch. Me and my wife watch that every year. I love White Christmas. But since you went with the older one, I'll go with the older one too. One of my favorites is It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life. And it's a very long movie. It's a wonderfully long movie. It is a very unlikely movie to be a Christmas classic, too, Keith. Really? Absolutely. It is Christmassy, though. It was released in July. Really? Of the year. Because apparently at that time, not many people watched movies around the holidays. You know, that's a big thing now. People go to the movies, man. I know. You do your Christmas, Christmas presents. You do yeah. whatever, and you maybe there's this big movie release around Christmas. Like Star Wars. Exactly. Yeah. But back then, wasn't a thing. So imagine this, Keith. Somebody's pitching that movie, and I may be stealing a little of this from another podcast I listened to recently. Oh, okay. A good Christmas podcast. I got you. And uh, the guy's like, imagine the guy goes to pitch this movie. All right, look, man, I know it's July, but I got a Christmas movie. Mm. No, no, oh, you know what? Never mind. Wrong Christmas movie, Keith. I'm really? out of left field. Oh, really? Yeah, just slap me upside the head, Keith. So which one is it? I don't know what the heck I'm talking about. Miracle on 34th Street was what I was about to Oh, into. okay. There's an old timey one. So, so it's a wonderful life, though. Different thing. Never mind. Different thing. All just together. Slap me. Scratch it all. Everything we just said for the last Bam, minute. Bam, right upside the head. So all right. carry on. Okay, so I like It's a Wonderful Life. That's my old choice. I'll go with my second one, and then we'll do it that way. 
we'll snake this draft, all right? All right. Um, <laughs> I think one of my all-time favorites, I'm just go go ahead and go with my all-time favorite, is Elf. Dude. I love Elf. I love freaking Elf. That, is, that may be my favorite Christmas movie just all together. It's amazing. It is. I, I can watch it over and over, and over and over. I know there are a handful of people who really don't like Elf, but f- most people love Elf. And if you don't like Elf, I just have to wonder about you. How could you not? I mean, he embodies the Christmas spirit. So you know? John Favreau, He's like, right? Santa, I know that guy. I love that. Exactly. So John Favreau, he had record or he had uh, done Swingers. You know, it was a big success, kind of on a more low key indie kind of vibe. Yeah, that was his actual. This was pre. Iron Man, before this guy directed like these huge blockbusters. So, as I recall, he got this uh, the idea for Elf. They pitched it to him, and he did it. And he had a turnover between July and November this movie was done. Right. And, I mean, it was amazing. Let me ask you this. Do you know who was supposed to be Elf prior to Will Ferrell? Yeah, I do, because that's what I was just Googling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was somebody, and I was sitting there Googling it. Uh, that would be Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. And he would have probably done a fine he job. He probably yeah, done. You know, he's made his Christmas mark in what movies, Keith? He's got two movies he's made his Christmas mark in. Uh, Christmas movies? I don't remember. He did the animated version of... Oh, Scrooge. Of, yeah, Christmas Carol, yeah. which was the same bunch that oh, did and the Grinch, Polar Express the Grinch, and the yeah. Grinch. So he That's did right. his Christmas thing. He did, yeah. I mean, I think he would have been okay, but he would not have done as good as Will oh Ferrell. Oh my gosh, no. Will Ferrell was so awesome. In that yeah, ride. he was. A, y'all need to check it out if you hadn't yet. Just uh, look it up on Google it, whatever. Like 22 facts about Elf. There's some interesting stuff in there. Oh, I bet, man. Like the gum he was picking off. I think he was like literally picking off gum and eating it. Oh, my gosh. Dude, that is nasty. It's <laughs> crazy. I know. It's crazy. And you know what I heard was John Favreau, he didn't want to rely too much on CGI. So there was a few things like the snowball fight and stuff that were CGI. Yeah. But like the elf stuff where he looked so giant and everybody else looked so small. Yeah. Like they really did that. That was a lot of forced perspective. Forced perspective. Stuff. That's, yeah, that's neat, perspective yeah. stuff. He really wanted to do a good job on that. And and John Favreau wanted this to be a Christmas classic yeah. from the beginning. But even like, uh, what's the dad's name? Oh, my gosh. He's the famous actor. Yeah, he had his own show. Oh, uh, my gosh. What was the show? Yeah, he had a show. He had the chair. He sat in the chair. Okay. Archie. No, no that's wrong, wrong guy. Wrong guy. He did have a show. People are going to make fun of us. So they're going to think, you are not our somewhat reliable source of information. <laughs> About to be, because I got Google. But the, uh, the the guy that played Buddy's real dad, there was a lot of good people in there, by the way. There was um, Bob, Bob Newhart. Newhart. That was his elf dad. Oh, that's who I thought you were talking about. No, uh-uh. And then there was Santa, yeah, okay. who was, uh, what's his name? Um. Yeah, he was. Uh, God, what was that guy's name? God, Keith. Well, Ed Ashner. Ed Asner. Asner. Yeah, and then his real dad in real life was. Uh, people, we love you, and we thank you for listening to us, even <laughs> we don't know. Don't hang up yet. Look, <laughs> Keith. Let's tell him again. We're your somewhat reliable, somewhat reliable source, source of information. As you can tell, we're most Keith. Things. You know what? James, I started with James Kane. Yeah, Kane, James Kahn. Kahn. And so, Keith, I'm not... I'm I really not. like uh, Peter uh, Dinklage, too. All right. The uh, the the dwarf. The 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The, the little midget, midget yeah. uh, book writer, kids yeah, book writer. Man, yeah. I, seriously, that guy's an excellent actor. Oh yeah, he's and, in like uh, Game of Thrones and stuff. You ought to too. look up some of his inspirational stuff. Okay. Oh my gosh, yes, yeah, it's good. Stuff. So check this out, Keith. Here's right, the thing. I started to say we were winging it, but we are not winging it, Keith. We're not. We are following along in a grand musical tradition here. That's right. And we're improvising. I like improv. Improvising is much different than winging it. It is. And we're improvising. And people don't understand how hard it is. It's Exactly. <laughs> and it's like the Grateful Dead. You know, I would like to think that our fan base is like the Grateful Dead's fan base. They yeah. gave them the space and the opportunity to screw up and sound bad at times. Yeah. Because they knew that if they hung in there with them for that, they would get to experience greatness at other times. We should do a podcast on Jerry Garcia. All right. We'll do it, man. I'd be happy to do that. So we're improvising and we're winging it. Nope. Sorry. We're not. We're not All right. it. So Elf, great movie, Keith. <laughs> the burp. All right. Gotta love the burp. Oh, yeah. They got, oh, uh, what is it? Itchy and Scratchy. Itchy and Scratchy. The guy who the does. The guy who does um, um, the voices. Pinky in the Brain. Yeah, he Pinky did the, in the brain. brain, yeah. He's also, you know. Itchy and Scratchy does, Simpsons, ain't it? <laughs> I was close. close. Pinky in the Brain. Pinky in the Brain. You know, he does, uh, yeah. he's the, like, Mercedes voice, too, now. Yeah, but he's the one who did that burp. The same thing we do every day, Pinky. What is it? Try to take over the world, something yeah, like that. So, yeah. So, but he recorded that burp. That's another one of those twenty-two facts. I love when he finishes that burp. He's like, "Did you hear that?" <laughs> like, no, I didn't so hear that. Proud of it. So, uh, all right. So, all right. What's your speaking of Chris? Well, hang on now. The elf deserves special attention. Oh yeah. Okay. So, who's his love interest in that movie, Keith? Do you know that girl, Zoe Deschanel? Yeah. And so. She actually has a band with a guy named M. Ward, who's a great guitar player. I did not know that. Called She and Him. Okay. And She and Him has a great Christmas album. So there's your next Christmas album. Start out with the Vince Guaraldi She can sing good. She can. She did in the movie. And they've had two or three albums out. Very well received Mm -hmm. in the indie rock world. So check out... uh, she and him with her a very She and Him Christmas. Yeah, she's a very beloved actress. Yeah, absolutely. People like her a lot. All right. So what's your next one, man? All right, my next one, Keith, probably would have been Elf. So that's why we <laughs> talked about it. it. So we've got White Christmas. We've got Elf. Oh, let's see. Gosh, Keith, let's see. I guess I would have to throw up something like maybe A Christmas Vacation. Oh, I love that one. That's on my list, too. So we're just not All throwing right. that So also, Chevy Chase. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What's his wife's name? Mm, yeah, her. That girl. And, uh, of course, you got Randy Quaid. Yeah. <laughs> He's so funny. He's a hoot, man. <laughs> like, I don't know. What do you say about that? My mom liked that. So there's a little bit of nostalgia. Some of these movies, man, it's definitely a nostalgia thing. Yeah. When did you see them? Who did you see them with? Right. Know, all these movies aren't great movies. Some of them are, are really great movies, but not all of them. But, some, but they hold yeah. a special place in our hearts, man, especially this time of year. I like comedy, apparently. I do too. I yeah. like a good. I'm not the Hallmark guy. I know well, a lot of you like yeah. those sappy Hallmark movies, and God bless you if you do. And you know, well, we're not talking yeah. down on that, but well, that's that, not my it, thing. it plays on certain emotions, you know, and uh, gets you in certain spirits. And absolutely, uh, I know the ladies like judging. the Hallmark movies. I ain't judging, but I would say Christmas Vacation. I mean, I love it, man. When he tries to light the roof up, man, and it's just I like, love it. I love it when the tree goes through or hits the. It hits the ice or something. The ice goes through the window, 
of their neighbor's house. You remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. And like their stereo is destroyed, but they can't figure out what happened because there's nothing there because the ice melted. Beverly D'Angelo. That's his wife's name, okay. there, by the way. I got you. All right. And his so, neighbor's the girl that plays in Seinfeld. Yes, she yeah. is. That was, uh, what's his name's wife? Mm hmm. Oh, gosh. Uh, Niles. Yeah. Isn't that right? No, 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 not Seinfeld. Not Seinfeld. The, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> God, <laughs> we're bad. We're on man. it tonight. The show about nothing. What is it? Uh, cheers. No. Well, cheers, but then it was uh, the one with Kelsey Grammer Frazier. Maybe it was Seinfeld. It was Niles. No, it wasn't Seinfeld. It was Niles' wife. No, Seinfeld's the one I was thinking about. You were me- you messed me oh, up. Oh, no, no, no. I you messed you up because I started talking Niles. about Frazier. Yeah, you said Niles. And I was thinking, Niles wasn't on Seinfeld. What the crap? I got the no, wrong show. No, I... I Sorry, y'all. I yeah. screwed it up, and I was trying to make Keith sound like he screwed it up. Yeah. Come on, Keith. Why am I going to blame myself if I can blame you? That's all right. All right, so all I guess right. my next one, man, it, it gets run into the ground, but you got to mention A Christmas Story. That's a you good one. You got to. That's a good one. And uh, Home Alone is kind of the same way. All right, so A Christmas Story. Love it, man. Red Rider BB Gun. And I have one. You'll Got put your Keith same, out. Same. You'll put your Keith out with that. Your Keith. <laughs> exactly. If you're not careful, put your eye out. Exactly. I so, had one, and I almost did what he was talking about. It ricochet off something. Yes. And hit your glasses. I, I was shooting a plastic bottle, which you would think that a BB would go through a plastic bottle, but it was that that hard underside of the plastic bottle, mm-hmm. right? And that sucker just ricocheted right back and hit me right underneath the eye. Right in your freaking eyeball. Really close to it. I was like, holy crap, I almost shot my eye out. Just like the movie said. I, lo- I know, I love that movie. My son loves that movie. Yeah. A lot of people don't, you know, I don't know. So I think some people have a love hate. It's about 50 50. Some people can't stand it. Some people love well, it. Well, it's the whole playing it for 24 hours in a row. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think yeah. TNT ruined that when they started playing this thing freaking 24 hours a day. Come on, yeah. play it once. A right. week, you know, four times leading up to Christmas, maybe. Yeah. But now, yeah. Elf, I could watch 24 hours in a row. <laughs> but not that one. All right. How about this one? This is probably one you had. Well, thought hang on. Of. Let me hit on that because you mentioned it. Oh, My yeah. next one was. I'm not going to let you have it. I'm going to steal it. Come on, man. <laughs> home Alone. Home Alone. I got you. Now, a lot of people don't like that, man. They think it, it's really alone. sadistic. It man. really is. <laughs> They're but, bad guys. <laughs> but at the same time, man, you should be sadistic to bad like, guys. That's okay. It's so slapstick. Yeah. I mean, it's like three stooges slapstick. I love slapstick, and man. I don't take it serious at all. No. So what about the you know, Merry the, Christmas, you filthy animals? Yeah. Kind of thing. You know, that was shot for that movie. That wasn't an old movie. Yeah. Angels I, with I filthy faces or something like that. I thought that it was. I like. I was gonna look it up and watch that movie. I was like, it was like a cool movie. No, it was based on an old Humphrey Bogart movie, Angels yeah. with Dirty Faces or something like that. My favorite part, and it's my mom's favorite part, too, and we actually mentioned this in the Three Stooges episode, uh, but the the classic Scream. Oh, yeah. When he put the spider on his yes. chest. Now, th- see, there's some uh, controversy around that, Keith. Uh, Daniel, what's his name? Gosh, Daniel Stern. He said uh, he was the guy who did the voice, by the way, for the Wonder Years. Oh, He was the narrator that. for that. And there's, he says that he actually screamed, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but others on set said they were scared that the spider would like freak out if he really screamed. So it's kind of a up in the air whether he actually screamed that blood. You know what we need to do? We need to have him on the show. Let him explain it to us. I th- I would love it. Yeah, I would. T- I'm gonna reach out to him. See do if he'll it, come man. on Flumadiddle. That'd be All awesome. Right. 
You got any other ones? Um, I'll hit some honorable mentions just real quick. Okay, I got one before we hit honorable mentions. All right, mentions. do it. Your turn. Jingle all the way. Oh, my gosh. Is that the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes, that's so and good. And he's, like, going after that. Um, it really makes kind of makes fun of the whole, you know, the whole, the whole culture of greed in America yeah. and Christmas greed and stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I've watched that several times. Uh, you know, my wife hates Christmas with the Cranks. I don't know why that is. You know that family that yeah. has the Christmas party every year? Jamie Lee Curtis and the Tool Man, Tim the Tool Man. Isn't he in that one, too? Mm-hmm. And of course, he's in so. another they go, one. They go to on vacation. Yeah, they're going to go on vacation. Yeah. But he ends up. It's kind of got a heart because they end up giving the vacation to the man well, and his wife. Christmas movie. You got to so end it with he, a heart. Yeah. Got to. And then I tell you what. Here's a Christmas, an old black and white one. I love Christmas in Connecticut. Okay. It's got Barbara Stanwyck. She's a writer, I think, and she's pretending like she has a baby in the family, and she really doesn't. Hmm. Holiday Inn. There's another one with Bing Crosby. Love the old black and white ones. You know, I've never been that big of a fan of It's a Wonderful Life or um, Miracle on 34th Street. I've seen both of them, and they're fine. Yeah. Um, I like some Jimmy Stewart, though, man. I like he's, Jimmy Stewart. He's, he's great. Actor, yeah. So, um, i got a couple more, but go ahead. What's your honorable mentions here, Keith? Okay. Uh, Scrooged. Scrooged, Bill Murray. Yeah, Bill that's Murray. A good, yeah, yeah, that's actually a good one. I like that. Charlie Brown, obviously. Dude, Charlie Brown probably should go up there pretty high in the list. Yeah. That's, that's a great one. Uh, the Grinch, obviously. Definitely. I like that. I really like Tim Allen, so I like all the Santa the movies. The Santa Claus movie, the first one especially, is not yeah, bad at all. Yeah. Um, and uh, Die Hard. I have watched that on Christmas, yeah. too, because his wife is like, stuck <laughs> in know, this like, building, just right? Just a year or two ago, there was like all kind of podcasts out and articles and blogs and everything about, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And I don't know. I guess if you want it, it to be, it is. It is certainly a yeah. movie that takes place on Christmas, right? His wife gets stuck up like in the Khashoggi building right. or something. Well, and do he breaks you wanna, in and whips butt. Do you want to watch it at Christmas time? And do you enjoy it at Christmas time? If, I have if so, before. Then it's a Christmas movie. Exactly. Who cares what people say? Exactly. All right, let's see. What's the other one? Oh, I was thinking of one a little earlier, Keith. Some version of the Christmas Carol, certainly. Yeah. I really like the one that has uh, Captain Jean-Luc Picard as uh, Scrooge. And uh, what else? Hmm. I like Mickey's uh, Christmas Carol. Yeah, the Muppets Christmas thing. Christmas oh, yeah. Carol Muppets really got good. one, too. That's good, too. Um, I love... We didn't mention this. One of my favorites that I didn't mention is Polar Express. I love it. Do you? I love it. Animation kind of freaks me out a little. It's kind of weird. But Santa like seems mean in it almost. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, he's kind of rigid. He, yeah. He's not so I mean, jolly. I don't want to break it down too too hard, but you know, I, yeah. I enjoy it. I've enjoyed it, and it's it's a little creepy. What's one of the newer ones, man? My um, boys did enjoy Arthur going Christmas. and doing the real Polar Express though up in Chattanooga. Oh yeah, that's they cool. They had a lot of fun. All right, Arthur so Christmas he, ain't bad. I like that one. So um, there was an old one. Oh, there's an old one with. Uh, Oh man, I can't remember the name of it. I have to tell you later. So let's let's move it on up up the All road right. here, Keith. Let's talk about some Christmas music. Okay. Christmas music, we got to have it. Oh yeah, like, I love it. So what's your favorite? Well, let me ask you this first. When do you start listening to Christmas music? I usually do everything Christmas, not until after Thanksgiving. Exactly. And yeah. if you're doing it before Thanksgiving, then I have to question your judgment and your character and what kind of human being you are. No, I do like to start immediately Even after Thanksgiving. Not, yeah, yeah, the next day. Because, I, you know, there's uh, several different reasons. I love Christmas is one reason. Another reason is it's really hard to get up decorations. 
Yeah. It takes some time and effort, and I don't want them to be up for like a week, and that's it. Right. All the effort you put into it. Absolutely. All right, so Keith, you got a favorite Christmas song or album or anything? I'm going to pump them out on this, man. I'm going to throw some stuff out to the people. Yeah, you're more of a music guy than I am, but um, I really like some Kenny G Christmas, man. Keith? Are you going to make fun of it? No. If you enjoy it, whatever makes your Christmas spirit happy makes me happy. I've never listened to it. In general, I feel like as a musician, I feel like I need to dislike Kenny G just out of principle. Really? He's really good. But but, <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay, Keith. Like, so you play the saxophone like that. I don't. I can't. <laughs> and uh, so I won't. I don't I just like the, you know, it's good background music around Christmas time. It is. It's soothing. You put I it on you. and do other things. Well, and that for me, what serves that purpose is something called Wyndham Hill records okay. a lot of people kind of crack on Wyndham hills kind of a new agey you know acoustic quiet background backdrop kind of music but there's some really good musicians on some of that stuff so that fulfills my kind of kenny g mode there so keith let me name about two or three of my favorite christmas songs okay i'm just gonna start with this okay all right donny hathaway <laughs> this christmas all right. Just that song. Donny Hathaway was a soul singer in the late 60s, early 70s, who unfortunately passed away at way too early of an age through difficulties of probably his own doing. But Donny Hathaway, This Christmas, love it. William Bell, Every Day is a Holiday. Okay. When My Baby. All right, Alvin and the Chilts Monks, Christmas. <laughs> That's my... That's your second one? Christmas time is here. <laughs> Like I, I say I'd have to go with the Charlie Brown version. Man. I can't get my voice that high. Don't try. I think you'll bust our microphone, like Miss Piggy. So um, now I'm different every year, man. I find new Christmas. There's a lot of good soul Christmas. James Brown's got a great Christmas album. Um, probably one of the all-time highly rated Christmas albums is from a very famous producer in the '60s named Phil Spector. Okay, and he's got a Christmas of the Phil like Merry Christmas from Phil's Records or something like that. Yeah, I like um, Great stuff. Exactly, Keith. Thank you for joining in. Yeah. Um, the Ventures, instrumental band from the 60s. I got a great Christmas album. I love Bobby Timmons, jazz piano player. Bobby Timmons, Holiday Soul, Jimmy Smith, A Cooking Christmas. I'm just like throwing stuff out, not talking yeah. about it much because we're about to have to wind down. Yeah, the listeners probably think you have something in front of you. And what's phenomenal about this is he does not. No, this I just is lo- all out of his head. <laughs> I love Christmas music, man. You know, and, and well, uh, I love music. Period. Okay, so I, I um, got this. I like that that new Pentatonics uh, group. Okay. They do some the acapella, like, uh, stuff. acapella stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty pretty amazing. All right. So for those who like some old kind of classic rock stuff that might want to get in something different, Jethro Tull and the Moody Blues each have a Christmas album. You ought to check that out. Um, I like Frank Sinatra. Oh man, Keith. Let's pause for a moment of silence for All Frank right. Sinatra and Bing Crosby. Yeah. Okay. So some of the great classic Christmas stuff. Yeah. Bing Crosby and yeah, Bing Frank Crosby's, Sinatra. I love his Awesome stuff. Um, what's his Which name? Which one Andy did uh, White Christmas? Bing. Bing, yeah, I like that. And, yeah, because uh, the movie is cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But Frank Sinatra is like the new Bing Crosby. He came yeah. in like the generation after Bing. But both I love both those guys. Their voices are amazing. Yeah. For that time frame, you got really classic stuff like Andy Williams and Perry Como doing stuff. I wish we still had some Dean Martin stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, you got a guy kind of like that. There's a guy Michael Bublé. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh-huh. kind of a crooner, as you would call What's him. What's that redheaded guy? Mm, I'm not sure. You know what I'm talking but about. But if you kind of like that crooning sound, Michael Bublé does that kind of thing. Um, what else, Keith? I, I'm kind of like just wanting to throw stuff out there. Um, I tell you what, something totally different. Um, Sufjan Stevens. Ed, Ed, Sheer, uh, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, yeah. Is yeah. that how you say it? Yeah, Sheeran. Yeah, he's kind of like that, too. All right. A little bit. He's kind of a singer songwriter type little guy. Bing Crosby-ish type, don't you think? I wouldn't think, but if you do, I'm okay with that. Keep well, yeah, it's not like a deep voice or anything. But he's kind of he's it's kind of quiet, acoustic-y it's type cl- stuff. Like classy, I guess is what I'm thinking. You I know? got you. It's kind of classy. Does he have anything Christmassy? No, uh, I'm just talking oh, okay. about like personality. Oh, I got yeah. you. Okay, I forgot we're having a Christmas episode. Yeah, we got a Christmas episode, <laughs> man. You got to have Christmas stuff. All right, um, man. We so, we egress. That's all right. I, man, let me, like, we're going to let this one run long, Keith. It's Christmas. Did you? you always say, I digress. I digress. digress. All right. I, I said, we egress. We, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, so a couple more. Let's see. Um, oh, my gosh. Ella Fitzgerald Swinging Christmas. That's often listed as one of the top albums. Um, what else? What else? What else? Stan Kenton. There's some more jazz stuff. Bobby Timmons. Oh, Kenny Burrell. Um, a soulful Christmas, I think it is. Yeah, is I love. There's a lot of stuff. So we've like thrown out a bunch of stuff. Like I could talk about this forever, but Keith, we're gonna move it along. Yeah, to the next thing. Christmas. My uh, music. My music list was exactly the same as yours. It's amazing. All right, so traditions. That's awesome, man. What traditions do you like and what do you hate? Give me one each. Well, Keith, something I realized today, man. I went. We're running a little late. We've had a lot going on in our family here lately, and some, you know, some stuff going on. So I am just now today. We'll just tell the people when we're recording this is December seventh. So this may be out. It may be a couple of weeks before this comes out. Yeah, probably twenty first. I have just now gotten my Christmas tree today. Oh, okay. And Keith, I love Christmas decorations. Yeah, I do. Particularly too. the tree. I think if I had to choose, if somebody said, John, you can have no gifts for Christmas. Or you can have no tree or decorations. Like I'd take no gifts in a heartbeat. Like I gotta have a tree. Yeah, a beautiful, I think I would too, a beautiful lighted tree with the ornaments. You know, I've got ornaments from when I was a kid, from my little boy's childhood, and you know, I'd take that man. The tree is huge for me. Yeah. So that's my number one thing: getting the tree. And my wife and one of her friends are working on the tree right now, so I'm like super excited about getting our tree going, man. Right. I'm trying to get into a new tradition this year of being more about giving to the poor, like I was talking to earlier. That's awesome, man. Um, I think that'll be a good one that I will enjoy. That's something over to the pass years. along to the kids, man. Right. We've done that. I, I'm just trying to think of, of ways to do it, you know? Yeah. Something that, like you said, I can pass along to the kids. Like, if you do it a certain way, it can become a tradition. You know well, what Keith, I mean? if I might, these people have nothing to do with us whatsoever, but I'm going to tell you a. Uh, charitable organization that my grandmother gave to probably for the past 30 years before she passed away and I give to now regularly is a organization called foodforthepoor.org okay they primarily <laughs> minister to the poor in the uh, the Caribbean okay. Haiti Dominican Republic even Central America yeah and something like 96 97 percent of every dollar given them goes directly to programs that's programs to feed the poor, to house the orphans, uh, micro business loans to help people, fishermen get boats, or right. to learn something to build up poor communities 
poor kids, poor people. So if you're not giving anything, and my mom got on that before she passed, is where, you know what, instead of giving me a present, you could like make a gift of food for the poor, and for $40, you could buy like a poor family a goat or something yeah. like that. And that goat would provide them with milk, with cheese, with ultimately if they had more than one with meat, with different things. So it was something that would actually provide for a family. Yeah. So whatever I mean, your I thing is. I thought your, about doing that. Like, like giving everybody a card saying a donation has been made in yes, your name. They had those cards like that from that place, and I yeah. we, we did that instead of just giving gifts. Like some people may be like, "What the crap is this?" <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? They need to get it together, man. They do. Yeah. All right. That's awesome, Keith. Traditions I hate. I am getting to where I hate inflatables. <laughs> you know, I mean, they are just way overdone. They can be. Like if you got one, like I, there's this lady. I don't know who she is. Rainbow City. She has a Snoopy in a, a airplane. Snoopy in an airplane, right. inflatable. Well, she sat there and she made it a runway with lights, and you know, she kind of really built it up. That looks fine. You know, one inflatable, adding some things around it. But I am just getting tired of like multiple inflatables in people's yards. Okay. I just don't. I don't know. I could feel I hate that. It. I do My love opinion. It. You don't like it? I don't care. So, yeah, exactly. Man. <laughs> this is about this. Well, this is our show, man. We can say That's whatever right. the crap we want. That's Keith. right. Get off of it. So exactly. <laughs> Except and also jump on the Flummox Polar Express at the same time. Exactly. So I, I guess here's one that uh, I think most of us these days don't keep as a Christmas tradition. What's Thank that? goodness. The Claxton fruitcake. Oh gosh! You shouldn't. You shouldn't have a Claxton fruitcake. I know. If any, do you know Keith? We won't say where it was, but Keith and I ate lunch at a little uh, hole in the wall kind of cafe in a gas station. Yeah. And the food, by the way, and the lady Sarah was really awesome and nice and made us this awesome steak sandwich. Yeah, it's very good. So, but when I was leaving, I was looking at some of their local items, Keith, and yeah. they had the Claxton fruitcake for sale. Goodness. You know what? Keep your fruitcake. Exactly. If somebody sends you a fruitcake... They don't like you. They don't. They don't care about you at all. They don't care about the poor or you either. I one. know. Because save they wasted $5 it. on yeah, a fruitcake that, that they could have given to the poor. To the poor. And, or the widows. Yeah, that's right. Marlene. And so um, there was one... Uh, not city, not country. One city who uh, started a new tradition. After New Year's, they tried to find something to uh, kind of come together and start the new year with. You know what they started, Keith? What? The fruit cake chunking contest. Oh, yeah. That's they had like two things. Like you could throw it. There's people who brought like cannons out there, like blasting fruit cakes out of an air cannon. That's cool. To see. So I'd love to see that happen around here. Yeah. So I hate fruit cakes. And, you know, Johnny Carson, I think, was the first guy who started the joke back in the day that there was one fruit cake in the entire world. And it just keeps getting passed back and forth every holiday <laughs> all across the world. Can we set up inflatables in the field and shoot fruitcakes at the yes, inflatables? dude. <laughs> Man, if we could get together with our local chamber of commerce and make that happen. Yeah. Like, at the end of the year, take all your old crappy inflatables and chunk fruitcakes at them. That'd be awesome. That's awesome. Keith, how can the people get in touch with us? Uh, doyouflummadiddle.com. And doyouflummadiddle at gmail.com, as well as at... What is it, Keith? What are we right, at? Facebook? Yeah. Yeah, Facebook. Just search Flummadiddle. One okay. AM, not two. I forget what it is, though, because two is a dessert, of course. I think it's Do You Flummadiddle on Facebook. At Do You Flummadiddle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, hey, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Absolutely. And pray that the real, true reason of this season will be at the forefront of your minds and hearts 
and that you will also consider not just blessing yourself and your family, but blessing those less fortunate than you. And so, uh, anyway, we here at Flumadiddle love you and uh, wish you a beautiful, fabulous, delightful holiday season. Keith, you got anything? Peace, love, joy, God bless. Amen.